navigating this parenting with Rachel and Nadia. Hello, we're back again. Hey, yeah. All right, on to our cultural connection. Yep. All right, well, when you talk about cultural connection, what is your culture? What is your background? So with the cultural connection for our household, it's a little bit mixed. So we have Jamaican. uh, We have British. So I have a parent born in England. We have um, roots in Trinidad, uh, a grandparent. We have roots in Grenada, one of my other grandparents. We also have uh, connections and in-laws and stuff in St. Vincent. So it's a bit of a mix in terms of culturally. Uh, As a a child, I was brought up a lot with the Trinidadian culture. Uh, as well as the Jamaican, but I wouldn't have had as many Jamaican influences because my mother is British. So she got her influences from her parents, which were from uh, Grenada and from Trinidad, um, but also migrated from Venezuela. (laughs) So there's a lot of different mixes in terms of the Caribbean side. Um, mm-hmm. but in terms of my culture, very much more, uh, Trini influences and, uh, having a grandmother that w- I would watch make roti from scratch. Mm. She made roti from scratch. Um, and she would make bake from scratch. Uh, I think they call it roasted bake. Um, I never mm-hmm. knew it as that. We just knew it as bake and, yeah. um, but it was that really big, roasted one in the the one that goes in the oven and uh grew up on that um grew up on you know caribbean and trinidadian meals um Palau and all these kind of meals they're not strictly trinidadian but made i grew up with that oh, yeah, influence yeah made in the trinidadian um style and mm-hmm. um just all the foods that came with that culture the music soca calypso um steel pan like just being influenced by all of that growing up as a child i also uh was uh privileged enough to be able to be in kitty's carnival and i played mass in um toronto as a child and we would always go i didn't know at the time but we would always go to center island and we would go to um, all these shows and artists that are pretty big right now, like Marshall Mentano and all of that, used to come to Center Island um, when I was little. And we would go every year to these, like that whole two weeks of carnival in Toronto. And right. at the time, I didn't know, you know, you just brought there and you're like, okay, you know, every year going. But that was a big part of my childhood being immensed in carnival mass in the summer, um, listening to soca calypso, um, also reggae, um, more dance hall when I became older, um, mm-hmm. but reggae, uh, dance hall, um, being immersed in that as well, um, as a child and really embracing, uh, both sides, uh, mm-hmm. really. 
Um, I didn't play mass as a teenager, but definitely as an adult. <laughs> right, right, right. So that, I was there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we played together. Um, but that's kind of that cultural background and influence. I've been to Trinidad. I, I went to Trinidad with my grandmother when I was three. I went to Jamaica when I was a baby and as a teenager and again as an adult with my like bringing my little family to Jamaica. That's that's been my cultural background as like a child. How about you? Well, also a Caribbean influence, but basically my whole family's from Grenada. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Both parents born and raised in in Grenada. My mother migrated to England in her 20s. Okay. So there is an English influence from her from her experiences. And my dad, basically, in his 20s as well, moved to Canada. Okay. Um, and then my parents reconnected in Canada when my mom came for one of her sister's wedding. I came along, and my brother first, and then I came along. So um, all of my influences have been from Grenada, essentially. So growing up um, in the household, it was very much everywhere. It was... Um, the food, the music. Uh, I, at one point, could not listen to any more Calypso because that's all I heard day in and day out. <laughs> but as I've gotten older, I've come to appreciate the music more. My parents would take us to associations and different gatherings. So we were always amongst Grenadians, dealing with different charities, different different functions, always giving back, always helping. Mm-hmm. Um, carnival time. Um, as a kid, I don't think I played Kitty Carnival. I don't, yeah, I don't think my mom ever signed me up for that. Mm-hmm. But um, for like, you know, the, you know, the final parade at the, the big parade, we would always go yeah. to those. Yes. There'd always be parties, functions. I also grew up with a little bit of a Trinidadian influence. It's kind of hard to miss because the islands are right next to each other. So I have uncles who have grown up with who would cook um, and, you know, share things as well. So that was some of an influence from another island, but it was solely Grenadian. Um, But growing up, I didn't, when I went to school and people would ask you, like, you know, where are you from? Right. Because, you know, the assumption is that, OK, yes, you may have been born here, but what's your where's your where's your parents from? What's your cultural um, background? Yeah. And uh, saying Grenada, it was like a foreign place. No one knew where that was. Yeah. It wasn't until I was a little bit older, maybe in my college years, that people started to to understand, you know, all the islands. Right. It's one of the more southern islands in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, you know, food every day. Like same thing, palau, curry chicken, curry goats. Yeah, we didn't do jerk. Uh, <laughs> anything jerk? I didn't really know about jerk chicken until I was adolescent. To be honest with you, like okay. until I was like a teenager, because it just wasn't it wasn't something that we did in the household. Fry bakes. I know you talked about bakes. We did, we my mom did fry bakes, so that's when you would do it uh, on the stovetop. Bake. I've had a few times, but actually, I. My my uncle, I remember a few times he made that when we were t- would sleep over at my aunt's house and stuff like that. So and he's from Trinidad, yeah. sorry, from Tobago actually. Yeah. So those were basically how I was connected. I mean, my parents. I mean, once you have parents that 
immigrated from another country, they don't let go of their culture. So you're immersed in it, right? Mm -hmm. And everything you do is referenced back to where you came from. So that's basically how I've been connected. And I didn't go to Grenada as a child. I went um, around the age of 14. I think that was the first time I went back. And that was a cultural shock to me because uh, I remember you know, getting off the plane and then driving through the island and seeing the houses and just everything was just different from what you're accustomed to living in North America, right? Um, And then I started to go again when I was eh, around 18 or so. And then I remember back to back just going and I actually met my husband now in Grenada. Mm -hmm. Um, So my husband is also Grenadian. So it's it's everywhere. (laughs) and yeah, we go back, we take the children back and stuff like that. So I am deep rooted in yeah. my Grenadian culture. I- For me, I didn't know about Grenada until you would leave in the summer. And I would be <laughs> well vexed about that. <laughs> summertime. And I think you were kind of my first uh, introduction to Grenada because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, lo and behold, how would I know, you know, couple decades later um I would have a whole extended family in the neighboring island of St. Vincent (laughs) right and I've been to Grenada a few times too uh because the island is very close to Grenada it's like in between it's a grenadine between Grenada and St. Vincent so Mm -hmm. I've been to Grenada many times um especially right after Ivan uh, and seeing kind of what happened after that when I was in my I was like a um, young adult when I went at that time um, and not realizing that my own grandparent was born in Karakou which is actually Grenada yeah so I, didn't, I didn't know that it's a sister at island. Time. Mm-hmm. So having that connection as well the other the other thing I was going to add was that within our within our uh, childhoods or upbringings, we very much went to what we called West Indian uh, stores. So I remember my, you know, my mom always going to the West Indian store to buy meat or to buy seasoning. This is before they started um, emerging these kind of items into the, you know, general grocery stores. Yeah. So you would get authentic, authentic products and authentic um, even, even um, you know, pots and pans and things like that from the yeah. West Indian store. And I remember that that was a big part of our culture too, going to the West Indian store. I remember always watching those butchers cut the oxtail and being so afraid that they were going to cut their hand <laughs> on that slicer. Uh, they do it so quick, but that's how you got your meat, right? And yeah, yeah. Also, the West Indian restaurant. So it was on. I mean, I know we grew up. We grew up close together in in um, the Peel area. But going to the West Indian stores and having that food too, right? So you yeah. got it cooked at home, but you could also get jerk chicken and all these things at the West Indian uh, restaurant. Restaurants, so yeah. More takeout. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's how we kind of stayed within our culture. Mm-hmm. And having a connection to it by having the availability of these, you know, West Indian stores, um, West Indian restaurants, um, mm-hmm. and having the connection to uh, places where you could be involved in Kitty's Carnival. Because living in the GTA, 
if you live in more of the West End, which is more the Peel kind of area, you're mm-hmm. pretty far from all those mass uh, uh, band camps and all that kind of stuff. That's yeah, in the you, we, we get left out. We get yeah. left out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get, you kind of are removed from that. So, and especially if you don't drive and these sort of things. So it's a lot more effort to stay connected to your Mm -hmm. community and culture when you're in an area that doesn't have that sort of stuff and we had it very close to us growing up we could walk to a lot of those places so Mm -hmm. that being said how do we keep our children connected to the culture uh for, for myself in our household um I like to say that I live with the ambassador of Grenada um And he's going to be so mad at me after he listens to that. But it's true. Like he, so my husband moved to Canada a few years ago. So it's instilled in him. That's what he knows. Right. And that's what he wants his children to know. And also being of that background, I have no qualms with that. So like Mm -hmm. he's, you know, he'll pull up the map and he'll talk about the different parishes. He'll talk about, how he grew up with the children, different things that he's experiences versus their experiences. Yeah. Um, he will, you know, we'll go through different foods, different fruits, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, he is still very connected to his family, which um I, you know, is, is great. So then he's still I, the kids are still connected to their cousins back home. They talk on a monthly basis almost on a weekly basis, they're talking to their cousins back in Grenada. And thank God for the technology we have now because I I could only imagine the phone bill or the internet bill if we were calling. Yes, uh, the infamous phone cards (laughs) that we would have to use back. Not even that 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 long ago, right? It's not. Uh, No. So that's how we we stay grounded and, and connected to them. And the kids have been back a few times now. My oldest has been back, I want to say three times already. Mm-hmm. My youngest, I've, it's only been one time, if I'm not mistaken, so far. But they, 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 they know their other grandmother, so my husband's mom, right? And they, and they stay connected to their aunts and their cousins and their great aunts and great uncles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's in our home. It's all around us. Yeah. Um, so they know they're Grenadian. You can't tell them anything different. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, I'm happy that they have that foundation because, you know, once you become second, third, fourth generation Canadian, mm-hmm. it can get lost. Yeah. Right? And then like, yes, it becomes more, it can become a little bit more watered down, right? Because there's going to be more co- different cultural influences that you're also taking in. So yeah. they still have that for them, right? And yeah. it's not, yeah. As I said, the ambassador will not let that, he will not let our culture die in this household. So they they've done kitty carnival yes um we do charitable things too like there was um a friend of mine she was doing like a give back for kids who were not as fortunate as us when it comes to like school supplies so i don't think my daughter was uh born yet but our son he was helping us you know buying um you know school supplies and book bags and just reminding him that we're fortunate enough to mm-hmm. buy these things for you but you know it's always good to give back to those and then to help out our you know our fellow man and you know people back home so 
always give back. Um, we do it also in household. We give back. Clo- we send clothes. We we send anything that we can to kind of help out back home as much as we can. And they know that that's where it's going, right? So mm-hmm. that's how they're connected to to their culture. Um, for us, it's it's very similar. Mm-hmm. The whole family is in Saint Vincent. Um, and nobody is here mm. really pushing them to understand that side of the culture and understand um, understand the island, understand different parts of mm-hmm. it. Uh, you know, they've been back several times. They've been back a lot of times. We used to go uh, yearly before um, travel stopped. And uh, they have they've been there since birth and very connected, you know, baptized Mm -hmm. in the churches there so that they can be with family um, that might not get to see various events here. Um, They they get to taste the fruit from their grandparents because they make all the cultural food and they get to see all the different fruits that you wouldn't have here. So they've done that there. Um, you know, just being around the culture, they love it. They love it because usually when we're here, it's, you know, jackets, coats, boots, these kind of things. And then when they go there, they can be free. They can walk around the yard. They can go to the beach every day. So they really actually love it and love the culture. And it's a lot of travel because we're from, you know, the Grenadines. So it's like not only one plane to St. Vincent, it's a smaller plane to one of the Grenadine Islands and then a speedboat. So it's a lot of travel and they've been doing that since they were three months. (laughs) (laughs) So it it is, it is a lot and um, staying connected that way, staying connected by, you know, the different foods and um, just they're, they're very aware um, that they're, they're part Vinci and, um, they also have played mass as well. And they are connected to that part of our culture here. They've watched us play mass. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, they watched us play mass. So they're very immersed in the, in the culture as well. The other thing is we stay connected in terms of whatever um, their grandparents can also teach them more historically about the island. Like you said, with technology, they're able to do that. So whether it's video calls or they're sending information, um, that's another way that they stay immersed in the culture. Mm -hmm. Like you said, uh, we also give back. So we supported um, a, what they call preschool program um, within the island and that's part of our giving back so for many years we just shipped toys and resources and books and these sort of things and as you said they also know that that's where it's going yeah. and here there we you know we feel like it's home and we um, we work even with the children that come to that preschool when we're there mm-hmm. and we just we feel like it's never enough time when we go oh yeah so it just just flies by even though you're trying to relax (laughs) it just flies by yes exactly so they're very much immersed in their culture and they are aware they know you know what the flags look like and the music Mm -hmm. and yeah it's it's very important it's very very important yeah um I think my kids know more no more soca songs than any other 
genre <laughs> of music. Yeah. <laughs> and when it comes on, it's just like it's innate. They know they know what song it is. They know what dance moves to do. They know how to to move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How how do you want to ensure that, you know, you continue to stay connected with your culture, especially like when you live in an area that maybe doesn't have any West Indian um, stores, maybe doesn't have it, um, as many, you know, West Indian restaurants oh, yeah. now that we <laughs> travel as much, right? We can't travel as much. Um so how how do you stay connected during this time? Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of sucks that we can't travel out of the country. I mean, you can, but I mean, it, you know, doesn't right now, I just personally, it doesn't make sense for us to, to do that. So being out so west, right, I live very close to, to London, Ontario. So, you know, there's not much cultural influence out here. You're not going to find the West Indian shops or restaurants out here to be honest with you um we just take the make the effort to come back into peel whenever we can and we and we still go shop at the west indian shops and you know you know sometimes the kids will come along with us right now they're not but um before this they were um and we just again we stay connected uh through friends and family talking the internet you know you're you're able to find documentaries um you're able to find educational tools and that's just, you know, I think it's the effort that you put into it. Just maintaining what we're doing now will make a difference, right? You'll see it, especially as they get older. Um, mm-hmm. It's to the point now with our kids, like whenever they hear Grenada in a movie and it comes up more often than not, like Grenada is a country, it's so small, but it, you hear the name so come up so many times in different movies and one that popped up, um, Ooh, it was uh my my son is obsessed with Transformers, and I think the last Bumblebee movie, in the beginning of the movie, the soldiers bring up Grenada, and my son lost it. He was <laughs> like, oh, "Mommy, did you hear that? Did you?" It was on DVD too, right? So then, and we have a DVD player in the car. Gotta stop it, rewind it. Daddy has to hear it. Mommy has to hear it. You know, everybody has to repeat it. Um, so they're very much aware. And I think just maintaining that it, it will show up for them and it will come up for them. He, he reps Grenada with so much pride wherever he goes, Yeah, you know, so it's, it's there. It's a, the seeds are already planted. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And once yeah. everything opens back up and we're able to travel, definitely do that and I know we've discussed about you know when they're older allowing them to travel back and spend time with cousins um I did that as a teen right and I got to spend summers I went to summer school in Grenada one year that was Mm -hmm. that was a culture shock (laughs) um the educational system is completely different I was behind (laughs) I was so behind yeah 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 I remember doing math and they're like on algebra and I'm like we're starting that next year (laughs) I was like I don't know what I'm doing but yeah having those having them have their own stories and experiences as they get older allowing them to travel back and spend time with their grandmother and their aunts and and they're ready they're just like send them send them (laughs) 
so that's basically us in, in our household and and one day god willing we can retire and and, and move back that is a mm-hmm. hope and a plan for us too so the kids will always have somewhere t- to go something to call mm-hmm. a, another home like a permanent home for them so mm-hmm. those are all in the works <laughs> And, and I was just going to add that the, the most interesting thing about it, because we too have made sure we go frequently, that they know both of our sides of the family, that, you know, we've, we've, we've been very um, diligent about that, that you can actually, in a sense, grow up with children that you don't even share a country with, mm-hmm. like, Our children have been baptized with children uh, back home in their island. They see them almost annually. So you get to see how all of them are so much older now. They're all, you know, some of them are preteens now. Some of them are teenagers now. And remember seeing them as babies. And, you know, so they kind of share this connection with them, even though it's not day to day. It's the connection they have to them when they go back and they're excited and they say, that's my cousin. And now they're all grown up kind of. Yeah. Thing. So it's, it's, it's really actually interesting to see that, mm-hmm. um, especially when you don't share a country and you don't see somebody every day. Yeah. It's, it's more of a, you know, annual on an annual basis. And um, I have to say that culturally we've had to bring it from, you know, the in-laws uh, from St. Vincent because we don't we like we use seasoning from back home we've used used and made pure oil from back home you know what I yeah. mean um, so we tend to bring all that cultural um, influence back with us yeah. and because um, we don't I feel like once we've left that part of Peel we didn't really use a lot of the stores so like what you're saying you go back (laughs) to peel for those stores and I feel like those were the ones that we would feel most comfortable in as well Mm -hmm. because you've moved around um I don't know sometimes you don't find that same store or it's not the same as when you were growing up as a child so I don't think our children have that kind of connection in terms of the products and stuff that you were Mm -hmm. able to see when you were little but we do definitely go there, go to different stores so they see how different it is and bring that influence back with us. Yeah. Yeah. This this topic is huge because there's so many different parts of it. We're talking basically, you know, as a broader conversation. Um, and I think it's just us, like you said, when you get into the different generations, just making sure that that history is still there. And pass it along. Um, yep. Yeah, so that we're passing it down and giving them a love for their culture. I mean, you might not be able to go to, you know, back home or go to your, you know, your home island as often mm-hmm. um, or at all, but at least having some influences or information about that culture could support your children's understanding and later passion. Yeah. Um, for gaining more information, mm-hmm. or maybe they will be able to go. Like, who knows, right? right? Exactly. Thank you for listening to another episode of Parenting. Yo, yo, yo!